On behalf of the ATB team of Mike Crum, Paul Ryan, Daniel Martino, and myself, Rich Maletto, we want to wish you all a wonderful new year. Thank you. Tune in again. Peace. y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your fill-in host for the ATB Fantasy Show. We are part of the Across the Board Sports Podcast family. With me, as always, is my co-host, the greatest real estate agent in the world, Daniel Nugget Martino. Daniel, how are you? I'm I'm doing great, man. You know, it makes me feel some type of way when you say that. It makes me feel really good about myself, so thank you. Hey, I'm always trying to support the homies, Nug. Well, I I definitely appreciate it. Um, it. It means a lot. Yes, sir. And uh, Nug, remind everybody where they can don't, find you out on Twitter. Don't do it, Nugget. You can find me on Twitter at Nuggy underscore Wuggy. Nice and easy, Mike. Woo! You know, it's nope. funny, uh, Nug, I was going to ask you, uh, after we've been recording so long, I was going to ask you, do you think by now uh, that handle is nice and easy for everybody to remember? I think it should be. We say it every time, and I think uh... – you should uh, have it down, memorized now. But honestly, I really say it just because it bothers Mike and it brings me joy <laughs> to, uh, you know, to mess with him. But since we're talking, who's this guy laughing in the background? Why don't you introduce him, Paul? Yes, with us today is a, a very special guest. I don't know if he's a, a guest anymore, but the greatest co-host in the world, Mike the Pig Crumb. Mike, how are you? I'm doing all right, even though I get my, my stuff stolen on here all that Nuggy underscore Wuggy is like the hardest damn name. I mean, it's not hype, finest, but it's a hard, like, my name is all lowercase and like eight letters. That's nice and easy, sir. That is nice and easy. <laughs> I said it accidentally. And it's not, I know, I will admit it's not nice and easy. I accidentally said it, but I just had to run with it for so long because you, uh, you were joking around about it. I just, I couldn't give up then. <laughs> well, Mike, we'll yeah, allow it. You know, more since we're talking about handles here, let everybody know where they can find you out on Twitter. At CD Piglet, guys. Very, very difficult name. At CD Piglet. And is that with two P's? Is that C E E D E E, like CD Lamb? How do you spell that, Mike? C D P I G L E T. That is it. Super easy, actually. You know, I don't know how nice or easy yeah. that is, but we'll we move forward ask. with it. We did have to ask. <laughs> well, guys, unfortunately, Rich isn't here with us this week. He's he's taking a break, and I, I can't be mad at him. But, of course, in his honor, we got to start off the show the only way we know how. Nug, what you drinking? Good old uh, Nuggy aged margarita today. I just finished up some uh, tacos for dinner, so it fit perfectly. Absolutely. Tacos and margarita can never go wrong. M- Mike, how about yourself? Man, I'm, I'm going on my reset friggin' Friday. I didn't have flour or dairy or alcohol or meat or anything. So I'm getting ready for that, and I'm just having water. Sorry. It's, it's all I could have. Oh, man, you know, I thought you might uh, be celebrating tonight with a milkshake or something, you know? No, God, no. I have to get my, <laughs> my body prepared, my diabetic body prepared for the change it's about to go through over these next 10 damn days. 10-day reset, man. Hey, kudos to you, sir, for uh, for staying healthy and staying fit. Well, uh, of course, you know, much to y'all's surprise, you know, the only drink I, I think I ever drink on the show is, of course, a Truly, and this week it's pineapple, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Nice. That's a good one. I like the pineapple Trulys for sure. 
Yes, sir. Very refreshing. Well, boys, it's playoff time. And, um, you know, we thought we'd mix things up a bit. And we're going to be uh, talking about a site that uh, specializes in prop bets. And I'm referring to the Monkey Knife Fight ad, uh, excuse me, app. And, you know, I, I haven't, I don't have too much experience on there, but I, I do like the prop bets. And I think it's a cool site. Nug, I know when we were talking, you said that you were pretty familiar with it. W would you mind kind of uh, elaborating and letting everybody know what, what exactly Monkey Knife Fight is and, you know, how that works? Yeah, of course. So I love night, Monkey Knife Fight, but I also am upset with them at the same time. So I, I got to start off with the story because they had this amazing uh, contest where you could pick three players in any game to score four touchdowns. And if they scored four touchdowns, you 20x your money. Oh, okay. So that, I mean, that was, I think about how often that really happens, guys. Like that, that happens more often than like they, I guess they imagined. Because right. pretty much after, in the middle of the season, last season when I was doing it, I, I, I hit pretty big. Um, and then two weeks later, they took it off the site. And now you have to get five touchdowns for six extra money. So they oh. completely changed it. So it's it pretty much is just there's a whole bunch of different um, things as you'll see. But it's it's you're not playing. I guess you you kind of they they like to advertise that you're not playing against the house, but you're just you're it's prop bets where all you're doing is they're setting over under for example passing yards or um, total fantasy points or who do you think is going to have more uh, rushing yards and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a really cool uh, website. And it's awesome because in most states, it's actually completely legal for you to play. You know, Nug, I know when I was looking, uh, I see on Twitter on Sundays that people are always talking about the anytime TD props. And I was hoping to find some for this, uh, for the, for the playoffs and they didn't have any, however, you could create your own, um, prop bets for anytime TDs and it looked like you had to select three players I guess from that game um would you say that that prop is the easiest one to to win your money back on well so I have been boycotting them ever since they uh they they, they did that <laughs> so I haven't played in a while but let me let me pull it up right now so I can just refresh my memory um because that was so it's called touchdown dance and yeah, the touchdown dance. What, what the cool one is, is you can do three players, three touchdowns to two extra money. So that one is, I mean, three players, you get the right, the right game going on. That's something that's mm -hmm. definitely possible. Of course it's, you can't do quarterbacks. Um, right. Um, which is definitely some, for some of the rushing quarterbacks, it sucks, but let's see, let's look at a game right now. Um, Baltimore and, and Tennessee. Um, I wouldn't mind picking Dobbins, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry to score three touchdowns among themselves to double my money. Yeah. Um, so just for like, there's a, there still are some good ones, but no, that is going to be different than uh, to score a touchdown. That's just a straight up one player. Here are the odds where I think they're going to score a touchdown. 
Yeah, I was trying to find that prop, and you know, I, I couldn't find it. So I don't know if I just wasn't looking in the right place. But I thought that was that was an option to where you could pick one player you think in that game was going to score a touchdown at any given time, and I couldn't find it. So I wasn't sure if that was something they took away, or if maybe I misunderstood what what exactly that prop was. That prop is something you're just going to get from like a, a normal book. Um, it's not going to be on here. Or I've never seen it on here. I should. I say. got you. Okay. You know, now, Mike, I know you've got a history of, uh, you know, <laughs> placing some bets on over-unders and things like that, but uh, back in your heyday, were you big on prop bets? Uh, no, I was more of a, a, a – you could do it for fun, but I was kind of doing it for money, and, um, and prop bets was not really my thing. I didn't want to – I didn't want to more go into things on, on that, that I had – I don't know, that, that seemed that – it's like playing poker to blackjack. Like, like yeah. prop bets and blackjack could be, you know, worked a little bit, but it takes a little, it's poker and, and picks could be more of a skill game than it is mm -hmm. a lot. Right. And I wanted to do more skill stuff because I was trying to get money. It, it was my source of income more than, than working back then when I, when I did bet. And so, uh, no, I was more on games, setting over under stuff like that than uh than i was uh prop bets i do some but it, it wasn't something that i like to to get involved in yeah definitely if you have an opportunity to to uh you know when you're using your own money i would imagine that if it's something you have more control over as a some as opposed to something that's based on sheer luck you, you're gonna go with something that you have the control over yeah I, I just felt like i felt like with the games i had a good sense of picking and stuff we just finished our our picks this year and we were like I know Mitchell was like in the 180s and I, I think I was like 170 over whatever the losses is so you know you can make a good chunk of change on that and then um, I did the over unders and I think I was within like six games of my regular game picks which isn't bad either so yeah I don't do it for money anymore don't get right. me wrong but if I was you know you'd narrow down the games that you'd pick. You wouldn't pick them all. And then you, you know, you could put them together and make some money off of it. Well, guys, if you read any of Mike's articles this season where he was telling you guys what's good money of the games and how he broke them down and he wants some cash, you know, maybe he should send you guys his PayPal. Y'all can send him a few bucks this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry that that ended early. It just got really hectic. Um, with me and my editor just weren't able to get out everything and I and I kind of didn't want to put them with any more stuff so I did my picks on Twitter but I didn't do articles on them for like the last seven weeks it, uh, six seven weeks something like that hey no no problem there Mike I know those were those articles were uh were good just for on the information alone and you know they were even helpful in fantasy but guys, yeah. you know, back to the props. So uh, one of the props for the Buffalo Bills is Mr. Josh Allen, more or less than 290 and a half passing yards. Nugget, what are your thoughts on that prop? Well, for me, that one is just um I I when I first saw this, I was like, oh, Indianapolis has a great defense, right? Is that something you guys still kind of feel? They're, um, they're pretty good. I I don't know about great they're 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 not terrible though they're not dallas so they're, from the eyes of a fantasy player when you play a defense would you feel like they were a good defense this year i should have clarified the question i i had them as a defense and they put up good numbers for me i guess that's what i'm trying to say 
So I wanted to take some time and look at this. The last three games, they've given up 261 passing yards to Jacksonville, back of quarterback, 341 to Pittsburgh, who have old-ass Ben Roethlisberger, and then 373 to Houston, who um, I would say uh, Watson is similar to Allen. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely go for more than 290.5 passing yards. Mike, how about you? I, uh, I'm actually going less on this. And the reason I'm going that way is it's a Josh Allen thing for me. I, I, I think he's feasted on some lesser uh, uh, teams. If you, if you take his numbers versus playoff teams, he's only at 260 yards per game. Uh, Indy allows 242 per game on the season. They have been worse lately. Um, but I, I just, I'm taking this on an Allen. I, I think that, uh, that, that, that Allen's going to underperform ver- versus one of the better teams. So, so that's where I'm going with it. So you got to break the tie now, Paul, what you got? You know, for me, I had uh more and kind of similar to, to Nuggets reasoning is Indy has given up over 300 passing yards to quarterbacks the last four weeks. And, you know, that's the information that I'm going to use. And I expect this to be a high scoring game. Uh, you know, we're going to discuss a little bit more about that, but I think that uh, Josh Allen is going to, I think he's going to have a good game and I could see him going for 300 or more this week. Now, our next prop for this game is Mr. Stefan Diggs. Mike, Stefan Diggs, more or less than 19 and a half fantasy points this week. Uh, this one's close. I'm going to go over. Um, he's been uh, over 100 plus yards through the last four games versus playoff teams. Um, so, you know, playoff defenses and playoff games don't really get to him when he's playing the better teams. I'm going to say he goes somewhere around eight for 100, 90 to 100, and a touchdown. That's uh, about 24 points in, a, in standard. So I'm going to say he goes over. What you got, Nugget? What you think? All right. So this is something I, I just wanted to throw out before. I – this is going to be one of those bets that I just wouldn't play myself, but I, I have I have to throw that out there because if people are placing any of these based on our opinion, I want to make sure I have threw that information out there. I would not place my money on this because I could definitely see it going either way. But if I have Josh Allen going over 300 yards, that means I believe Diggs is also going to get 20 over 20 fantasy points. I just personally, I would not bet it. What about you, Paul? Well, for me, I have Diggs going less than 19.5 fantasy points. Like I said, I do think this will be a good game. However, I feel like Indy's going to find a way to keep Diggs from going crazy. And even though I do have Josh Allen going for 300 or more passing yards this week, for whatever reason, I just think that maybe Stefan Diggs is going to, um, you know, cool off a bit this week. And, uh, you know, this young Buffalo Bills team, you know, in the playoffs, you know, the hot streak that they've been on, I think they might be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I, I would like to say that I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't bet either of those first two, but I'm definitely not betting the Diggs one either. So I'm, I'm with you, Daniel. Yeah, I just want to make sure and throw that out there um, because yeah, I, I, I do feel confident in the other one. Like I was saying, I just, I'm going to mention on the bets, the ones that I'm not comfortable with, or not mm-hmm. that I'm not comfortable with, the ones that I would avoid because. You've heard me say it on the show before. The best part about these prop bets and these betting is you do not 
have to bet. You bet the ones that you feel the most comfortable with. Mike even kind of like said it, uh, something about it earlier when we were talking. You get to hand pick the ones you want to bet. And that's the best part about betting. It's not like you have to set a fantasy lineup. You get to go in and pick the ones you feel you have the best chance of succeeding. Yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to move on to our indie props. And one of the props this week is going to be Mr. Philip Rivers. Nugget Philip Rivers, more or less than 260 and a half passing yards. Um, I, I think the Colts are going to be able to uh, stay in this game. It's a high scoring game from according to Vegas with a 51 um, over under They're minus six and a half, which is, that is a good amount for an NFA NFL game. So I think they're going to be high. So I'm going to say he's going to be able to do over that. Mike, what how about, about you? A, oh. uh, I'm actually, I'm going less again. I, I, I obviously you can tell that I think this is going to be a little bit more defensive centric game. Uh, the bills are 13th rank, uh, Pass defense, they average about 233 uh, yards per. Um, and I think the Colts are going to go more of a grind it out, use that offensive line ball control. So um, I'm, I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go under personally. What about you, Paul? Uh, for me, I, I'm going to go more. I, I've said it. I've already said it. I, I do think this will be a high scoring game. And I feel that. Uh, that maybe Jonathan Taylor, even though he might have a good game, I feel like Philip Rivers might have to go back, you know, go back in time five years and and use his arm this week to to beat this high scoring Buffalo Bills team. So uh, I feel comfortable in in uh, placing my bet on more for Philip Rivers with a 260 and a half passing yards. And we've seen him have some uh, some better games, and I thought he would have this year with three passing t- TDs. I know he didn't throw for 300 yards very often, but it seemed like. Um, more often than not, you know, when he was having a good game, it was for 250 or 250 to between 250 and 275 passing yards. So I feel confident in, in this bet. Maybe I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. This is another one I wouldn't bet on. I still have not found one that I would bet on yet. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not putting a bet on any of those three. You know, some, picking out some of these props to uh, – I was trying to find some entertaining ones, and, you know, there were some that – I just didn't think were they were either too easy or I just didn't feel like they were, um, you know, even w- worth discussing. So I thought that these would, would lead to good conversation, at least make us think a little bit. So uh, if they're a bit repetitive, I do apologize, guys. But these, I feel like these were the ones who at least you had to do a little bit of research and really ask yourself if this was worth the risk. Well, yeah, I'll tell you this next one coming up. Yeah, yeah I'm a I'm a bet on that one. Yes, sir. And, you know, Mike, you're already talking about it. And this is Jonathan Taylor, more or less than 16 and a half fantasy points. You kind of gave it away there, Mike. What are your thoughts? I'm going over. And the reason is Buffalo's allowing 120 rush yards per game. JT over the last four games is averaging 140 yards per and he scored seven touchdowns. So that's almost two a game. Yes, so sir. Uh, he's just on fire and he's not facing a, a very stout run defense mm-hmm. and the, and the Colts are going to lean on it. It's the playoffs. The Colts are going to lean on that run. It, it becomes a different game than regular season where you see all the pass first stuff. A lot of teams go to that run. They want to, they want to cover their defense and protect them. And so this is my first one that I'd bet on. I'd go over for uh, Jonathan Taylor on the 16.5 fantasy points. I, How about, I, Oh, yeah, I have sorry, to agree no. with you 100%. No, I, I agree. Um, he Buffalo's given up 145 yards to the Patriots and 140 yards to Denver in the last 
I think uh, two out of three weeks. Um, so I'm just, I, I think it's a smash play. He's been on a roll, right, Paul? I know you have something to say about that. Yeah, I'm going more as well. And you look at Taylor, he's been on fire lately. And I think Indy's going to give him all the work he can handle. If you include week 17, he hasn't scored less than 18 points in a game uh, that he's played since week 11. Wow. So you got to feel pretty good about that. Um, you know, when we're looking at dynasty guys, is there a player that you're watching in this game that maybe you'll be looking to uh, try to trade for, maybe add from the wa waiver wire or, or draft in a startup league? Nugget, how about you? Oh, wow. That was, um, I uh, thought it was just a general player that we're watching. I messed up on the show sheet. So I'm just going to talk about what I plan on talking about. JT, Jonathan Taylor, I have invested heavily in this guy in two of my home leagues with uh, some of my friends and family from around where I live. And I want to make sure that's, that's paying off. I've, I've paid up mightily for him so i i think he's worth it but i want to see what he's got on the big stage so and my mike, bad for getting that confused but on to you mike that uh i'm gonna watch zach moss he's kind of been underwhelming but basically buffalo's run game minus josh allen running the ball has been underwhelming so uh, three of the last four games he's had over 12 touches um i want to see what kind of focus he gets um, I just, I don't think they, they feel it with Devin Singletary and I want to see if they're going to lean towards him more going forward into the future. So I'm going to watch him. Uh, how about you, Paul? What you got? My guy was Mr. Uh, Michael Pittman wide receiver for the Colts. I know, uh, the uh, quarterback situation in Indy and the future is, um, is undecided as of right now. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with Philip Rivers. So I feel like he's a guy who got a lot of hype in this this past offseason, and he showed some promise earlier in the season. I feel like he's a guy that you could um, you could probably get for a second-round pick, a, a 2021 second-round pick, and potentially have a, a high-end wide receiver too. More excited or less excited if Wentz is his quarterback next year? <laughs> Honestly, more excited. How about I don't you, blame Mike? you. Upside, I, I would be too. I'd be more than up, the upside on Philip Rivers, who's you know, he's got to go a moment now. Right now, uh, got boys. Who do we think is winning this game? Nugget. Who do you got? Who do you got winning this game? I think the Bills are too damn good to lose this game. Um, the AFC is is scary good this year, so I'm, I'm going with the Bills personally. So uh, I think I think they pull it off. What about you, Paul? I, you know, my, for some reason, my gut is saying Indy and that when I was working on the show sheet last night, it kept saying Indy. So I'm going to have to go with Indy. Mike, how about yourself? I am shocked. I thought I was going to be the lone Indy guy. I, I just have a feeling Allen's going to have a bad game and JT's going to own, mm -hmm. but I, I have it real close. I think Indy wins it at the end. 27-26 was my score. Yeah, that's 53 points. And it looks like it's going to uh, beat the over there. I know Nugget was kind enough to do that research and share with us, so uh, I think that's a that's a good that's a good score right there. And that should be an exciting game, nonetheless. Yep, I'm ready for it. It might be the game of the weekend, honestly. 
Oh man, I don't know. Uh, Rams, I think a, a game we'll be talking about here here in a little bit is going to be the game of the weekend for me, at least. So, you know, speaking for myself. But while we're moving on to the second Saturday game, we're talking about Tampa Bay and versus the Washington football team. And the Tampa props are uh, Mr. Chris Godwin, more or less than 67 and a half receiving yards. Nugget, what are your thoughts there? Well, I think with Mike uh, Evans getting hurt on that last play, or that uh, play and not playing at all in the game, um, being questionable, I, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, over 67 and a half, personally. What about you, uh, Mike? I, I'm right with you, and for the same reason. If, if, if Evans is out or limited, targets go up for Godwin, A.B., and the others, and it's just hard for me to see him hold, being held under 70 yards. I, I, if, if I knew Evans was there and healthy, I might have thought the other way, but uh-huh. I think uh, I think Godwin's going to get it. Are you making it unanimous, Paul, or are you the dissenter? No, sir, I have it more as well. I just Brady and the Tampa Bay offense are just going to be too much for this young Washington defense, and we started to see – uh, Tom Brady and Chris Godwin kind of find their groove and find that chemistry. So uh, if Mike Evans is indeed going to be out, then I, I think this is an easy bet personally. Yeah, next, that would, that's, oh, that sorry, is, Mike. I agree. Sorry. No, no, please. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Mike. Um, our next prop is going to be Mr. Tom Brady, more or less than 20 and a half fantasy points. Mike, what are your thoughts? That pass rush is going to cause him issues. He the last two years has been the worst rated quarterback versus the versus uh uh, pressure. Uh, I, I do think it wears down though, because I don't think their offense is good enough. And once the pass rush uh, weighs down, I think, um, I think Brady gets him a couple times. I had him going for 280 and three TDs. That's 23 points. I, I would not bet this one for sure, but I'm going to go over what you got. Nug you with me? Or are you uh, on the opposite side? Yeah, I'm, I'm going over as well. And Again, this isn't one I'm, like, crazy about. However, I just – I'm a big storyline guy, and Tom Brady didn't leave the Patriots to be booted out of the first round of the playoffs. He is – especially against a, a Washington team who went 7-9, right? I mean, um, that's not – that's not what I'm seeing happening from Brady personally, so I think I'll go, I'll go over that. What about you, Paul? I agree. I'm going more as well. And like you, like you, Nug, Brady isn't going to let his team lose. He has something to prove. Mike, you said it yourself. Three passing TDs for Brady is what I have, is what I have for him as well. And uh, over 20 and a half fantasy points. I feel like that's, um, that's kind of his floor. That's, that's Brady's floor. So I'm going to trust Brady and trust Arians this week. Moving on to our Washington props. Antonio Gibson, more or less than 15 and a half rushing yards. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'm going less. I think Washington football team's offense stalls. I think they get behind. Um, I think Gibson gets points, but it's receiving more than rushing because they got a pass. And uh, I, I just don't uh, don't see, uh, see him getting over the 50.5. I know that's low. But um, I'm, I'm still going under. Another one that I would not bet on. Uh, how about you, Nug? Yeah, I, I really like Antonio Gibson. Um, I just – that defense is too legit, and they've shown, shown too many games where they can shut down opposing run, te- a run um, offense. So I'm going to have to say under as well. Paul, are you going to disagree with us? 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say more. And even though he didn't look great last week, I think Smith is still not being healthy, and Washington will rely on the run game to try to keep Brady off the field. So I think Antonio Gibson is going to get more than 15 and a half rush yards this week. I do think they're going to rely on the run game. I just don't think it's going to be successful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And maybe just on volume alone, even if he only has averages two yards per carry, if he gets 25 touches, you know, he'll, he'll meet it. The next prop is a, a, an easier one, but still I'm not sure how you guys feel about it. I, I am curious. It's Alex Smith, more or less than 13 and a half fantasy points. Nug, what do you think? Um, for me, this is one of those that just seems like such a for sure thing. You got a quarterback, 13 and a half fantasy points. Man, that seems way enticing. So I'm going to caution people against this one. I wouldn't bet it, but I'm going the over because that is such an easy one to hit um, for um, the over that I'm just I'm going to have to say, let's do the over. What about uh, what do you got, uh, Paul? I have more as well. Quarterbacks have been averaging 18 points per game versus Tampa all season. However, I did hear something a little bit concerning is that Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke have both been taking first team reps uh, this week. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I am kind of wondering if, if we're going to see maybe um, I don't, I don't know if that's just Ron Rivera trying to screw with Tampa Bay and making them think, uh, you know, think about their, uh, their defense game plan, but, Still, this is a bet that I, I feel comfortable in, and I, I've got more. Pig, how about yourself? Man, this is one that old school me would bet on just on the fact that it's such a good stakes. 13.5 points is such a low floor that it's one that I would throw a flyer on. You know what I mean? Um, I expect him to actually scare a lot of people on this that bet it and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it, and then backdoor cover. You know, yeah. one of these things, they're down 20 points. Alex Smith hits a touchdown last two minutes when the game's already over. The The points are just too low. I would bet this one. Um, it doesn't mean you're for sure going to win it now because they're, they could do nothing. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys, but that that floor is so low for a quarterback in any game. 13.5 is, is two touchdown passes. I mean, so – I'm going to bet it, and I'm going to go over, and I'm going to say he backdoor covers. With a rushing touchdown within the last two minutes of the game, that's going to <laughs> yeah. cover it. Yeah, Alex Smith on one leg rushes it in. <laughs> it's, it's going to be like a sneak or something. Watch. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to happen. That actually makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm telling you. And when it happens. And not, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Uh, Nug, I was just curious. Is there a player you're watching for fantasy purposes? Yeah, so um, Antonio Gibson. I have uh, two leagues where I got him fairly cheap, and he could, if he does what he is looking like he could do, he will be putting me on top of both of those leagues for a while just because all the other – it'd be that final piece that fell into play. And, again, I want to see – I want him to prove me wrong against a good um, rushing defense. Um, what about you, Paul? I have Mr. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver for Tampa Bay. We don't know what's going to happen with Chris Godwin in the offseason. Antonio Brown is only there on a one-year deal. And I believe Mike Evans, uh, you know, I think he's going to be there for another couple of years. So uh, I'm curious to see if Tyler Johnson, he, he had a, a couple of good spot starts this 
this year. And for fantasy purposes, I think he had a couple of double digit games, nothing, nothing too crazy. So I'm excited for his opportunity in 2021 as a, a, a possible start starter and a possible slot receiver for Mr. Tom Brady. Mike, how about you? There's nobody I am paying attention to on these two teams. Washington's offense is gross and disgusting. I have no idea who their quarterback's going to be. I don't want anything to do with them next year in fantasy unless I'm stuck and really need a running back. Then I'd get Gibson on the fact that he's going to get rushes. Tampa Bay may be even worse. Everybody on their team's on a one-year deal. They threw a bit, together a bunch of mercenaries. Their quarterback's old. He's terrible versus pressure. I don't know who – maybe Mike Evans going to be there, and he's hobbled, so I don't care about him, but – Godwin could be gone. Gronk could be gone. Uh, Fournette could be gone. Joe, I mean, their whole team is so nobody. I don't want any of these people on my fantasy team next year. Well, Mike, tell us how you really feel, sir. <laughs> they're all, they're terrible. But I mean, you know, Gibson would be, be, and I don't even want Gibson. That would be like a, oh God, I got stuck. And now I need to get a late running back. I'm going to get Gibson. Like, because he doesn't have a quarterback. I don't know who his I, quarterback is. I, I just from what I've seen from him, man, he could he can make plays on his own. And I I don't think he I mean, yes, of course, I would love a quarterback, but I want to see if he can do it with a hobbled ass Alex Smith. So we'll see I what guess happens. then that would be my guy. Guess it would have to be Gibson because he's by default the only guy I would even consider getting on in any of these teams. Good, I'm glad then. One guy I was, uh, you were talking about the running backs, Mike, leaving Tampa Bay, and one one player that you reminded me of was Mr. Keyshawn Vaughn. I'm kind of curious as to if he'll get any snaps this weekend. If he does, I know he he was starting to get a little bit of playing time towards the end of the season. How he'll look this weekend as well. But uh, moving on, moving along, Mike, who do you think is going to win this game? Oh, I, I have Tampa by a couple of scores. I, I I'm. I would probably root for Washington, even though they're in my division, just because you want to see greats fail and Tom Brady's won enough. So, you know, piss off, but uh, I don't really care. I hope they both lose. I don't want either of them to make it. And nobody wants to watch Washington play another game either. So it's like a double gross game. I just hope that I don't have to watch much of it. Sorry. Uh, Nug. Man, you are a I'm hater. Down, down this guy is a hater. Oh my god! Watching oh, the Rams Seahawks is gonna be worse. Well, hey, fuck <laughs> off. But first off, they did. Washington rallied around Alex Smith and Ron Rivera, but that doesn't mean nothing when you're uh, I think there's like a minus eight and a half point underdogs. Brady is going to – he's going for it all this year. He doesn't care. I'm not saying he's going to win it all, Mike. Don't jump me. But I'm saying he has one thing on his mind. It's winning another Super Bowl. Paul, what do you think? Got to be Tampa Bay. I know Washington had a good year, all things considered. But when you look at the uh, bigger picture, they're still just not a very good good football team, if we're being honest. Yeah. Agreed. Well, moving on to the Sunday games, boys, and the uh, game of the weekend that I'm most excited about is Baltimore versus Tennessee. And the uh, starting with the Baltimore props, we have Mr. Lamar Miller, more or less, excuse me, Lamar Jackson, more or less than 189 and a half passing yards. Nugget, what do you think? He's only done it six times this year. And 
Mike said something that really stood out to me about def- uh, teams want to go back to like uh, running the ball in these games. And you have two of the teams that run the ball more than any other teams in the league. I'm not saying that's the exact number, but I'm saying from the eye test, it looks like that. It could be, it could be one and two, but they're, they're up there. So I think uh, they're going to be running the clock down. I don't think he's going to be able to pass 189 and a half passing yards. What about you, Mike? Uh, I'm with you. I'm going last. Uh, Titans, the last few weeks have been the Dallas Cowboys run defense. It has not been good. I expect Baltimore to attack them that way and not through the air. Also, um, when has he shown he can do anything in the playoffs? Like Lamar Jackson has stunk in the playoffs. He just has. So I'm not going to go like out on a limb if I'm making bets and go, this is the time he's going to do it. And, you know, you better be giving me high odds if I'm I'm doing something like that. So I'm going under as well. Uh, Let's see if Paul makes it unanimous. No, I'm going more. Tennessee's a bottom five fantasy defense against QBs, and they've allowed over 280 passing yards to quarterbacks all season long per game. So, and we even started to see Lamar come on a little bit more as far as uh, passing goes. So, I think um, I think he's going to uh, surprise some people with his uh, his passing performance this weekend. And next up, we have Mr. Marquise Brown. More or less than 50 and a half receiving yards, Mike. Uh, less. I don't oh trust God. him. I don't mm-hmm. trust him or his QB. Um, you want to know what he did against the Titans this season? He had three targets, zero catches, zero yards in the first game. I, I just don't trust him. He's, he's, he's kind of a, I hope somebody screws up, you know, worrying about Lamar Jackson and leaves me open for a home run play. Uh, I don't trust that a play in a playoff game, something like that's going to happen. And um, I trust Vrabel to uh, have his team ready to go. So I'm, I'm going under and uh, I'm wondering what Nugget thinks. Um, I, I am staying as far away from this bet as possible because he could, he could do that on one catch or like uh, uh, Mike is saying, get completely shut out. So I'm, I'm going to stay away from that, but I would, Oh, I would say, I would say uh, for the purposes of having to pick, so I'm not a, not chickening out. I would say over just because there's they are such a bad defense. I could see um, a play falling apart and him getting a, a 60 yard bomb. What about you, Paul? Marquise Hollywood Brown is my boy, and he started to come on late in the season and starting to show some good chemistry with Lamar. So I'm going more. I can't stress enough how bad Tennessee's defense is, boys. Are you betting on it? If you had, if you were to bet, was this one you would bet on? Yeah, I'd bet on this comfortably. I feel comfortable about this. I would, oh, I would, I would bet on the uh, Lamar and the Mark and Marquise. I'd probably um, even just to, um, just to be bold, I guess I might even double or triple, triple my money. I, I'm I guess terrified it, of both those bets. <laughs> I just don't try. I got to see them do it in a playoff game. I've, I've seen Tennessee and what they can do playoffs. They did it last year. I haven't seen Baltimore do it, man. I got, I got to see it. Well, I mean, Lamar had, I don't know how many passing yards he had, but Hollywood Brown had like eight receptions for over a hundred yards. And I believe a TD last year in the playoffs against Tennessee. So, you know, maybe I'm allowing that to, uh, to cloud the vision there, Mike. 
Yeah, it could be. You know, I, I went more of what happened this year, but hey, he showed up and beat up on him last year. So, like I said, I wouldn't bet on either. I think Daniel put it perfect. One play and Brown could break that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staying away from that bet completely. I got you. Well, moving along to the Tennessee props, Ryan Tannehill, more or less than 21 and a half fantasy points. Nugget, what do you think? I... This is, this is definitely a tough one for me as well. So I, I am going to go less because, I mean, Baltimore does have a decent defense, and I can see Tennessee just wanting to run the ball a lot. So that personally, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go less. Mike, are you going to agree with me or not? This is my third one I'd bet, and I'd bet less. Um, okay. They're a running team. Baltimore is a decent defense, and they're going to come to play in the uh, – in the playoffs, I think uh, uh, Baltimore will also run, so it's going to keep down possessions. And I look at it, if you, if he goes for 300 yards and two touchdowns, that's 18 points. Like, yeah. you're, so you're, you're asking me to have Tannehill against Baltimore in the playoffs where they're going to want to run Henry to get over 300 yards and two touchdowns, to do better than that. I, I just can't. So – I would bet this one. This is one I'd confidently bet on under. What about you, Paul? You unanimous? Yes, sir. I have it less as well. I think Tennessee relies on Henry this week, like you said, Mike. Yeah, agreed. I am a genius then, <laughs> even though Daniel said it first. <laughs> In our, our next prop is actually about Mr. Derrick Henry, and it's more or less than 122 and a half rushing yards. Mike, what are your thoughts there? Over. It's, it's Derrick Henry over it, no problem no problem with this one i would definitely bet him over the guy's a uh, a monster if you bet this one and lose you just kind of go oh shit I, I can't believe i lost the henry bet like this one's like one of those that you just expect to win um so i i don't even have a i don't even go into the breakdown of the stats they have a good offensive line they'll be able to run the DTs aren't the same in, in Baltimore. You know, they're, they're not the killer front seven they were. They're, they're not bad, but they're not the killers. So I'm going over, and uh, I'm wondering what uh, Nug thinks. Well, I'm going to ask a rhetorical question because, you know, there may be somebody in this group that uh, is not going to agree with you and Mike. I mean, you, you and I, Mike. Do you put your star player on the back burner once you get to the playoffs? No way. I'm going to say no. more. Paul, what do you say? Man, I'm going less. I know Derrick Henry just had a season for the ages, but I think the workload is catching up to him, and I think that happens this weekend. So you Wait. think the one week is going to be a difference of him putting up 250-plus yards is going to slow him down? I think the wear and tear is going to catch up to him. I, yes, sir, I do. Okay. I sure do. Uh, I think uh, if the workload got to him, he'd only go for, like, 140. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Nug, who's a player you're watching for fantasy purposes? Um, Dobbins. I do not have any of Dobbins, and I know the people that have owned him are all big on him. So I just want to see if I need to pay up for him and go grab in the league so I'm not completely uh, out of Dobbins, I guess you could say. What about uh, you, Mike? Tell me what you got. Uh, I'm going to let a little bit of me and Paul's podcast, ATB Cowboys podcast, leak into this. Okay. I don't really care about fantasy. We are getting Des Bryant in this show. 
I am watching <laughs> Des Bryant. I want him to throw up the X. Yes, we sir. miss you. We have better receivers than you are now, so we don't need you back, but we still miss you. And I hope you throw up a touchdown. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm not getting you in fantasy. <laughs> you think I ain't crazy. So <laughs> go Dez. Paul, who you got? I got Mr. Hollywood Brown, wide receiver for Baltimore. I just, you know, he's finished the season strong and I had high hopes for him his rookie year and this year. And he, he definitely disappointed, didn't meet up to the expectations. But again, he finished the season strong. And I'm curious to see if in this second playoff game, if he'll continue that streak and maybe have a nice playoff run. This guy's letting his fandom, letting his fandom. Okay, Orlovsky with win. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike, who do you have winning this game? I got Titans, and it's because I've seen them do it. So, you know, they, they beat them in the playoffs last year. They beat them this season. Um, and to, why, why go against something if I haven't seen you do it? Like, prove me wrong. So, if Lamar Jackson comes out and balls out, I tip my cap and go, okay, cool. I'm not going to just pick against you because uh, – but I'm not going to pick you right now because I, I've seen Baltimore lose to Titans, and I've seen Baltimore play bad in the playoffs. So I'm going Titans. Who you got, uh, uh, Nug? I'm, I'm jumping on with you. I just um, – you know, the Titans, they had the lead against the Chiefs last year and end up losing. And I think they have a bad taste in their mouth, and they want to make sure to do everything they can to uh, win a game. And I, I, I think they can beat um, Baltimore. Paul, what you got? I got Baltimore. I think they want some revenge on what happened last year. And as Lamar and – is starting to get going passing wise. I feel like that's going to be too much for Tennessee to stop. I don't think Tennessee is, I think Tennessee is a good team. I just don't think they're as good as, as maybe everybody thinks they are, or even they think they are. We'll have to see. All right. So moving along to our next game, it's new Orleans versus Chicago. And our first new Orleans prop is Emmanuel Sanders, more or less than 65 and a half receiving yards. Nugget. What do you think? I think uh, Chicago has, too much of a decent defense to um, let that happen, especially when uh, Michael Thomas and um, it, I'm sorry, not and when Michael Thomas is going to be coming back off the IR, and I just I think they're going to be able to shut him down. Um, what about you, Mike? Uh, this is a playable one for me. I'm under. I'm super under. I think Bears defense really good. I think uh, Drew Brees is really super going to focus on uh, on Thomas Kamara, and I even think Cook would be a, an option ahead. He's played with those guys in playoff games. He's been in those situations with them. He hasn't with Sanders. Uh, and Bears defense really good. So I see it as a defensive game, and I see a Sanders getting less. What you got, Paul? You know, we're all in agreement on this one. I have less as well, and you guys already touched on it. Michael Thomas will be back. It sounds like Kamara is going to be back as well. I just don't think uh, there's going to be enough scoring to go around for Emmanuel Sanders to have a, a game like this, and I'm going less. And that brings us to our next prop is Drew Brees, more or less than 240 and a half passing yards. Mike, what do you think? I would not bet this because – Drew Brees is a, a legend and an all-time great, mm -hmm. and he has the ability to pick about part anybody. But when I was going over the game, I just this could be a game that's less than 40 points total. I mean, this could be a 17-20 game, and if you can't put up touchdowns from the quarterback, you're not going to uh, 
you know, do a lot of stuff. I, I just 240, 240 yards too much for me. I just don't see it. So I'm going with the under. I think it's going to be a low scoring defensive game. What about you, Nug? Breeze is a mastermind and a great, one of the all-time greats, but he just, he looks washed up personally to me. Um, I'm going to have to go less specifically because they've only given up 240 yards or more in seven games. And one of those was 241. So I just, I'm going less personally. What about you, Paul? I'm going more. Breeze has only pa- has passed for more than 240 yards in all but three games that he's played in this year. I think uh, he's going to come out there. Uh, Sean Payton and Drew Breeze are going to uh, are going to put a hurting on sh- on that Chicago defense. I like it. I like it. Uh, so the first of our Chicago props is going to be Mitch Trubisky, more or less than 16 and a half fantasy points. Nugget. Um. I think he's he's fighting for his for his career for his job. I'm gonna say more because that's an easy number for uh, a quarterback to hit. Um, I just I think he's gonna be able to get more. Mike, are you gonna tell me why I'm wrong? Or are you gonna tell me why I'm right? This is another one I would not bet on. Um, man, this was my hardest one. Uh, it, it it I have I honestly have the paper where I have one answer and on my iPad I have another. That's how difficult <laughs> this one was. I I just I'm gonna go less and I think it's just that defensive battle thing. I really think this is gonna be one of those grind it out games. On de- both of their teams are have much better defenses than they do offenses. I know teams think Saints and they think offense because the last few years, but this has been a defensive led team. Uh, especially this season, man, Trubisky running scares me on this guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go less, but this is probably my least confident of every pick that, that we have is this Trubisky at 16.5. That's, that's not a high number. So you get to break the tie, Paul, what you got? I have more. And the only reason being is in honor of our boy, Rich, one of his favorite things in fantasy is garbage time points. Yeah. So I think Trubisky will. He's going to sneak one by. He's going to sneak it to the early, early in the game, and then he'll uh, in the fourth quarter when it doesn't matter. He'll he'll get some rushing yards, maybe even a rushing TD. And so that brings us to our next prop. It's Mr. David Montgomery, more or less than sixty-eight and a half rushing yards. Mike, uh, over. Bet it. I'd bet it over. The Bears are going to lean heavy run, um, and they've been excellent like i mean montgomery's been hotter than than uh than any running back in the league lately he has just been on fire um i know saints have a good defense but i but they're gonna be able to get some runs on them you know and and if if this was like 80 85 even i would be more not i wouldn't bet it but but i honestly expect montgomery to to get into the 80s so 68.5 is just too low for me. I, I couldn't believe that was the prop bet. Um, he's, he's just been killing right now, and, and they're going to lean on him a ton. So I'm going over. What you got, uh, Nug? <sighs> 11 times the Saints defense this year has held whole teams to under 100 yards. I I don't. I know he's on a roll. I, this is one of those that I, I wouldn't bet on. I just – 
I think they're going to be able to – I don't think the Bears are going to be able to change that narrative, and Montgomery is going to be held under 68 and a half. Paul, all right, you got to – you're the final – you got to tell me. Tell me if I'm wrong on this one. He's He better be over. This is his guy. Yeah. Exactly. David Montgomery is my boy, and I do have him going over. And, again, for the same reason as Mr. Trubisky, it's because of those garbage time points. That's 68.5 is low, man. I was shocked it was that low. It does feel low now that now that I heard you, Mike, talk. It does feel low to me. Six, if it was 80, honestly, if it was 80, I would be like, damn, Saints defense and, and they could get behind us. But 68.5 is you're basically saying the Saints are going to whoop their ass and they're not going to be able to run. 68.5 is low. And for fantasy purposes, Nug, who are you watching in this game? Um... I uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to watch for um, Montgomery. Like he's he's done some great things, but I just I want to see. In the beginning of the year, everybody was saying how he um he had so many carries. He wasn't his yards per carry wasn't great, and I want to see if uh you know I, I guess see if he's the real. I I think when you get in the playoffs, it's your time to shine. Or go into the shadows, and I want to see if he can shine. So, what about you? I'm still watching my boy David Montgomery. I know he's had a uh, he, he's been hot lately, and I want to see if he can do it in an important game against the one of the better teams in the league. Mike, how about you? Um, the reason I'm not saying Montgomery is he's pretty much sold me. Like mm-hmm. I would definitely buy his stock up. The guy I'm looking at is a selfish reason. Um, I, me and my little brother in Daniel's uh, league stashed Cole Komet for mm-hmm. a whole season because uh, I just thought by next year he would be a big part in uh, uh, in the Bears' uh, offense. And um, it's looking good this last few games. He's starting to get in and do stuff. And I want to see how much – you know, how it's a playoff game now. He's a rookie. If they're targeting him – it shows a lot of trust, and then I'm going to take that in the next year. Like, okay, here we go. Time for a breakout. So I'm watching uh, Cole Komet. And uh, Mike, who do you have winning this game? Bears. I got <laughs> Bears. Up. I got Bears in the upset. Are you serious? Now, yeah, I'm serious. I, I just – I have a feeling I, – I, Drew Brees – that deep Bears defense is really good, man. They're really good, and uh, I know th- I know what this says because it's Mr. Trubisky and everything. But my dad's a Bears fan, and I, I want I want to root for it too, mm-hmm. and so I'm going for the rooting interest from my pop. But I honestly believe that I can make a case for the Bears just based on. Uh, I think that their quarterback can play equal to Drew Brees versus the Bears defense because Drew Brees typically at the end of the year, he just he he doesn't look as good in the playoffs. If we're, you know, let's be honest, guys, of what he's been at the end of years, he just doesn't play as good. And if uh, if the Bears can get 20 points, I, I really think they can win this game with the way their defense is. I will not bet that. Don't you <laughs> dare bet on the Bears to win this game unless you are getting odds that are or just make it house a house money bet. Like you're you're it's you, like you minus have to do 500. it. I've seen like minus 400 for that. 
I might, I might put something on that. Minus, that's a good. Oh, yeah. they set that as a good line. I might. Exactly. That, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. You're not. You're not. I did no. bet still. Yes, that would be that's a something line you that would, would interest me. So for everybody out there, you know, maybe, maybe consider it. Is that what you're saying? Yes, for people that do bet, that's that's a sneaky good odds on that bet. And yeah, uh, I, mean, I apologize. I should have passed that on. I was I was too surprised by my own pick. <laughs> what about you, Nugget? How stupid am I? You're a fucking idiot. No. <laughs> um, let me correct my statement before I say Saints are minus 500, Bears are plus 400. So, okay. yes, let me just correct that. But I'm going with New Orleans, man. They're too damn good to lose this game. Like, they, uh, they, they've played great whether – um, Taysom Hill or Drew Brees was behind quarterback, and that's in part because of their defense. I agree with you. I could see a very low-scoring game. Um, um, a book I look at has it at 47 and a half for the over-under, and I that's why I can see where you're saying, but I can go either way, but I'm going Saints. Paul, um, you're going to agree with me or you're going to agree with Mike? Nah, it's New Orleans for me. They're just they're too good, and the inexperienced Bears. I don't think they're they're ready for for Sean Payton and the uh, New Orleans Saints. As much Breeze, as I'd like to see an upset, I just I don't think it's going to happen. I think Breeze drives them down, and they miss the field goal, and Bears win. The double doink or what? Yeah, double doinker, but the other way. Oh, my dad! I had to watch that with my dad. God, <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh so man, bad. I bet that was tough. He just, he, yeah, you know, he just has such bad luck. He has to deal with, he's had to deal with Aaron Rodgers so long and just hard. And then <laughs> you get in the playoffs and you double doink that kick, brutal. So does he uh, hate Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre more? Well, I guess in the Brett Favre, the, the Bears weren't that good. So I guess it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, easily. Man, that'd be a <laughs> tough game to watch with Pops, dude. Ugh. I'll have to do it. I'll watch it with them again this uh, this Sunday. I'll be uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to be pulling for them. I, if I pick the team to win, you know, I you know my dad's team. Absolutely. Well, moving on to our next game. This one, this game is very interesting to me, and it's Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. And we're going to talk about our first Cleveland prop. It's Baker Mayfield, more or less passing. Uh, excuse me, more or less than 265 and a half passing yards. Nugget, what do you think? I, I have to go less on this one. I mean, they just played them and they didn't have all their starters in for the full team. And they had 196 passing yards. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory to me. Um, Mike, are you going to tell me why I'm wrong? Oh no, this is another <laughs> bet one, especially with, you got to remember, this is a really conservative team and now their coach <laughs> isn't going to be there. Uh-huh. So do you think, they're really going to open it up now without the coach there you know I just don't see it the COVID stuff uh brings a lot of worry to me you know practice wise everything like that I would bet this at the under uh this would be another one of the bets so I'd bet a lot this like five so yeah I'd I'd bet the under on that Paul you with us yes sir less like you guys I'm, I'm worried about Cleveland's offense without Stefanski and so that brings us to our next one. It's Jarvis Landry, more or less than 13 and a half fantasy points. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm going to say, I, honestly, I went through, I think he can get six catches for 80 yards. That gets it done. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near touching that. 
but uh, but I'll go over. But uh, you know, this is one of those ones that's gross. Just stay away from that one. Don't don't bet it at all. What you got, Nug? You with me? Over under? What you got? I I'm gonna say I'm with you, just because the there's there's no OBJ. This is a huge um, huge game for the Browns and one touchdown. I mean that's seven points automatically without any of the yardage thrown in there. So I, I, I feel, uh, I feel confident in that 13 and a half. Paul hit us with your knowledge. You know, again, the same reason as Baker, I'm worried about this Cleveland offense against an experienced Pittsburgh team. So I'm going actually less. Oh, interesting. All right. All right. So moving on to the Pittsburgh props, we have James Conner, more or less than 54 and a half rushing yards. Nugget. Um, I'm, I'm going with more just because the way uh, Pittsburgh uses running backs, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, what about you, uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going over two. This is another one I'd bet. Um, Conner has only gone over 100 yards three times this year. One of them was against the Browns. Um, you know, they're, they're not an elite run defense or anything. They have more of a pass rush front seven. Um, the only worry you have with Pittsburgh is will they run? And I think when the, like I said before, when the playoffs come, you're not trying to toss around 500 yards and make every wide receiver play good. You're trying to win games and you want to keep your defense fresh. You're, you're going to give the back more attempts. So that, that, that number is just too low for me. I, I would bet it and I'm going going over Paul you with us unanimous I am with you guys I've got more I think Big Ben you know he's been struggling lately and I think Tomlin uses the running backs more to save Ben's arm for the rest of the playoffs agreed so we're moving on to our next Pittsburgh prop and that is Mr. Deontay Johnson more or less than 69 and a half receiving yards Mike I don't know that one's why are you bet don't <laughs> bet that don't bet that one that is, that is you're in the mood today one. bro you're in the mood tonight Mike I, I am. I've had a long day. Uh, it's I went over. He had 96 yards versus the Browns with with Mason Rudolph, you know, so he can get his his stuff in. But don't don't bet this. You have no idea which Claypool could be the guy that goes off. Ebron could be the guy that goes off. They may just run it a ton. Um, I'm going to go over since we're forced to pick. Don't bet it. Uh, unless you want to listen to Nug and he tells you to do it. Nug, if you say so, then you guys can go ahead. Stay the F away <laughs> from this. Who knows if this is going to happen? Yes, they put up all, over 300 yards last week. But you know what? Is it going to be Juju? Is it going to be Claypool? Um, who, who, who is it going to be? Is Washington going to come in and have a game? We, we have no idea what's going to happen. 69 and a half is it's just too high. Um, Paul, it looks like you're, are you, are you going to disagree with us on this one? I am. And I'm going more with just the volume alone. I think with the volume of targets that Johnson gets, I, I feel like 69 and a half receiving yards would be pretty easy for him. I have to say, I did say over Nug. I went over, but I just don't like the. I would not bet it. Oh, this, I, I missed that. My mistake. It's it's a it's a flip of the coin. He got 96 yards with Mason Rudolph, so I'm giving him the over. But honestly, this is one of those that you like. Like you said, you don't know. Juju could be the guy. Ebron could be the guy. Mm -hmm. It's just too many variables. So don't 
stay away from this bet. Dude. There should be no bets on this prop bet. Don't do it unless you're a fan of the Steelers and you just want to be, you know, risque. Don't. Nugget, what player are you watching for fantasy purposes? I, I got to go with Juju. I mean, it does not – I does not seem to me that he's going to be in Pittsburgh next year. And I think this is the most realistic price he's been in a while um, for what he what, – what he's worth in my opinion. So uh, I want to see if maybe somebody I should uh, look to acquire during this off season. Well, Mike, you got anybody in particular you're looking at? Hopefully nobody else in, in your league is listening to us. I'm watching big Ben, and I'm just hoping he has a big game. And then people will be like, he may have another season in him and trade me something for him because uh... I'm not really interested in having him in my QB room next year with the, with Dak and, and two and Herbert. So yeah, I'm going to watch Big Ben. I'm hoping he has a big game, then I can pass him on. What you got, Paul? I'm Mr. Chase Claypool, wide receiver. And, you know, Mike, we talked about it a, a little while ago on the uh, Cowboys pod. I feel like Chase Claypool is going to be next year is going to be this year's DK Metcalf. I feel like he's going to have that type of that type of season. So I'm hoping to see uh, what he can do in the uh, the biggest game of his career. And he's he hasn't been very good lately. I know that Tomlin reported that he was trying to to uh, save Claypool from hitting that rookie wall because that that's really is a thing. So I'm curious to see what he can do on this stage. Are you worried he doesn't have Russell Wilson? No, I'm like not worried about does. that at all because, you know, I think um, maybe it's not Big Ben. I don't know if it's going to be Mason Rudolph or what if it's Andy Dalton or Sam Darnold, somebody like that. I feel like with his skill set – and how he can line up in the backfield and just his style of play, I think that he can still um, his versatile uh, his versatile skill set offers a lot of opportunities to to be productive. Gotcha. And uh, Mike, who's winning this game? Uh, Pittsburgh. Just too much COVID stuff. I really wanted to pick the Browns in the upset at first. I I had that marked. Then the COVID stuff come. I'm not picking them with their coach not there and and. Nah, I'm, I'm off that bandwagon. I got Pittsburgh winning it. What about you, Nug? I, I, I think you just uh, read my mind exactly what I wanted to say. Um, I want the Browns to win, but I with all the COVID, I don't think uh, they can pull it off. Paul? I'm right there with you guys. Pittsburgh is just too experienced, and now you've got Baker's first time in the playoffs without his head coach and all the COVID. COVID issues going on with the Browns team. It's going to be uh, too much. Pitts, Pittsburgh pretty easily. And now uh, as we're wrapping things up, guys, we're going to talk about our uh, Super Bowl predictions. And first, I'm curious, Mike, what is a Super Bowl matchup that you want to want to see this year? Uh, I think we're running two of them, right? So yes, sir. I think Green Bay, Kansas City is pretty obvious. Mahomes, Rogers makes sense. So yeah. I definitely have that as my top. The other one I would like, um, even though I said that they're not going to make it, I, I would like to see Browns. They're the super underdog. Like, mm-hmm. it would be cool to see them make it. Uh, uh, you know, we have fans, Chandler and Johnny, that are fans of, of Cleveland and, and Cheese Doodle and, and Bo and everybody. It would just be cool to get those fans to get a game, even if they didn't win it. And I'd have right. them go against the Bears because that's my dad's team and, and I want his team to win it. So that would be my two. What about you, Nug? Um, well, that's obvious. The Rams, come on, guys. They're, they're going to be yeah, in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, want, I want the Rams versus the Bills. I think that would give us the – just looking at the teams, I think that would be one of the best matchups for us. 
and a little bit of a revenge game because uh, they uh, they beat us on that that fourth down play, that PI, and they end up scoring the touchdown later. So I'd like to see that one. Paul, anything in particular you'd want to see? Uh, well, now, did, was that your only matchup that you want you want to see in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he's a Rams uh, fan, of course. Yeah, that's the uh, only one. I, yeah, it's the only one I want. Well, I wasn't sure if you might 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 want to see Jared Goff go against go head to head with Patrick Mahomes or something. So I thought I'd ask. Um, I okay. I mean, twenty eighteen Jared Goff against Patrick Mahomes that fifty right. point game each. Yes, but that's not where our team is at right now. I got gotcha. just because I, I I don't think our team. I I picked the matchup. I think the Rams have the best chance at winning. That's mm-hmm. why I chose the matchup I chose. I got so I, if I had to pick a number two, it would be Kansas City. But right. I, I'm I'm really going for uh, – I want the Bills to win it. I the AFC. That yeah, would that, be a fun matchup. That game's so bad that we didn't even do prop bets on Seattle and Rams. We're like, No, we're you just – you you know why they're not <laughs> up. Don't be talking shit. You know exactly why those prop bets aren't up. Yeah, huh? Yeah, I know. Damn, I, I can't believe I forgot that, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. They weren't no, up yet. Bets on that on that match. <laughs> oh, they're what? No, they're not up yet because there's they don't know who's the quarterback's gonna be. Yeah, they don't know who uh, if Goff's playing. I got you. I got there's you. There's no if it's um it's gonna so much is gonna change depending mm-hmm. on the quarterback that's playing. I got you. Yeah. Well, a couple of matchups that I'd like to see in the Super Bowl. One is going to be Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. I feel like win or lose uh, for Tampa Bay, you know, that would be kind of Tom Brady maybe passing the torch there to to uh, Patrick Mahomes to, you know, as as the greatest, you know, passing it on to the next greatest. And and then one that would be uh, very entertaining, in my opinion, would be Baltimore versus Green Bay. Just be two different – two completely different styles of quarterback going head-to-head in a uh, playoff match. I think that would be really cool. Nobody wants Tampa. Nobody wants Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He's at these get him out of there. Get out of here, Paul. Shut up, Nobody Mike. Get over there. it. Get over it. <laughs> well, Nug, who do you think is gonna be in the Super Bowl? I I just don't think there's there's no way Kansas City doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. Um yeah. personally. Um and I think they uh they would be a great matchup against uh, the Saints. I just I think that'd be fun to watch. We saw a little bit of it. A team that we know can kind of tame that offense a little bit, but we can see uh, Mahomes try and uh, you know you Mahomes truly has the potential to be one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. If he can continue what he's doing, yes, he will be the greatest quarterback of all time, no question in my opinion. Um, so I would like to see him have a game where he could potentially not struggle a little bit, but we could see him go against, we want to see, see what he's really made of. I guess you could mm-hmm. say, I, I'd like to see that again this year. We saw it a little bit in the last Super Bowl. I just, I am, he's, I'm still, I'm still 24, man. He's like, this going to be the guy, like when he retires, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes is retired. Right. So, um, Mike, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going with the first one I chose, Kansas City Green Bay. Give us the 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 guy who now everybody thinks the greatest of all time and the guy who was the greatest talent, talent-wise. I know accomplishment not yet, but talent-wise, it was Aaron Rodgers was forever the most talented, and now it's Patrick Mahomes. 
I want to see them go at each other. And, uh, and it's pretty cool to see Aaron Rodgers. You know, they picked a first-round quarterback. So, they, you know, he's gone in a couple of years no matter what. He's just going to be priced out of there. So, I, I think that'd be a great – and what a game. Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, oh, mm-hmm. it'd be awesome. So, that's the one I think is going to happen. What you got, Paul? What you picking? Well, Mike, I guess you, you must have uh... – taking a look at my show sheet and stole my answer because I have Kansas City versus Green Bay as well. And like you, I do think that'd be just a fantastic matchup. I mean, I'd, I'd kind of, oddly enough, after the offseason and the draft and everything, I've been kind of rooting rooting for Aaron Rodgers just to have a good season. And and he's had nothing, nothing but that. I mean, he's had a remarkable season. I believe 48 passing TDs with only five interceptions. So you talk about a, uh, a quarterback duel. I'm not sure it gets better than that. He's going to yeah, save he's me $600. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were, it was our fantasy draft and we got a cabin up in Big Bear and we're chilling, we're drinking. And my buddy goes, uh, Wilson's going to win the MVP this year. I'm like, no, he's not. He's going to bet you a hundred dollars. I should have just took the straight up a hundred dollars, but I said, I'll bet you plus 600 odds. He doesn't win the bet. That's how coffee was deal. And I agreed. I should, but it's looking good. It's looking good. So no, Rogers um, is the MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, and so I, I would love to see him uh, go off. You think Rogers deserves it more than Josh Allen? Oh yeah, Josh Allen's. I'd have Henry ahead of Josh Allen. Mine would go Aaron Rodgers, Henry, Josh Allen, Mahomes. Those would be my my top four. Henry, two thousand yards is insanity and this in this day and age right that is crazy and then um and then obviously aaron Rodgers' numbers are bananas that's unbelievable especially because he needed 250 yards to get it done and he did it that's just like showing you he can get it when he wants to do you get what i'm saying by that like yeah how many times has 250 yards been done in a game i mean that's like under 25 in like the NFL, right? Is that if I'm yes, correct. correct. So the fact that he was like, okay, he's 223 away, and he was like, I he's just like, I'm gonna get that, and you know that was the mentality, and he did it. Yeah, it game they had to win. Exactly. It wasn't a game like we're just gonna pile on stats at the end, you know, of a year. They're trying to win the game and got it. Yep. So Nug, which non-ram player would you give the MVP to this year? <laughs> No, I do not think any Rams player deserves the MVP. Obviously, I'm not that biased, but no, I I, I truly think Rodgers deserves to win it. His Aaron Donald, been... Aaron Donald's not a a that is not a biased pick. If you said Aaron Donald should be an MVP candidate, if somebody said you're biased, they're crazy. They just don't appreciate defense. No, no, I would say he's an MVP candidate. Yes, a hundred percent. But if he maintained the numbers. He put up in the beginning of the year a hundred percent. If they considered what he does to um, opposing offenses mentally and the fact that he's double teamed and triple teamed, yes, then he would be in the MVP um, um, consideration. But that's not what it is. It's about the stats. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yes, he should. He's he should be an MVP candidate. But I, I think it should a hundred percent go to Rogers. Agreed. Yeah. What about you, Paul? You with Rodgers? No, you know, honestly, for me, I think I'd give it to Josh Allen only because of how his career has gone and everything. You look at last year, he he leads his team to the playoffs. He's he's made the the uh, 
he's he's taken the uh, the leaps as a, a pastor and everything and as a leader of his team and then then Buffalo goes out and doubles down and gets him a, a true wide receiver one. And we see what him, the connection that he and Stefan Diggs had and just the season that they had and to see Josh Allen develop the way he has and the season that he's put together. I don't, you know, I'm not sure it's that much worse. Uh, you know, maybe st statistically I, it's not as good as Aaron Rodgers, but for what he's done for his team, I mean, I, I think it's uh, maybe more than what, what Rodgers has, ha has done or at least equal. Well, you're wrong, and I hate you then. <laughs> uh, but I will point right out that. that the numbers he put up are very similar to um, um, Lamari. I almost, I combined Murray and Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson's numbers when he won the MVP. So I get where you're coming with, from, Paul. I just I don't think uh, you can really – it's not – that much better than Rodgers. I think Rodgers right. surpasses him. I got you. Well, boys, it was a fun episode. As always, I appreciate the discussion. And before we get out of here, Nugget, remind everybody where they can find you out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Nuggy Wuggy. Your turn, Mike. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Well, I'll miss you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At, at CD Piglet, guys, nice and easy. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am Paul Ryan, and you can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan15. We appreciate you guys joining us, and we'll see you all next week. On behalf of the ATB team of Mike Crum, Paul Ryan, Daniel Martino, and myself, Rich Maletto, we want to wish you all a wonderful new year. Thank you. Tune in again. Peace.